are back for the lottery. Episode 20, I believe. We haven't done the research from this one. We've been too busy looking at the form for Flemington and Rose Hill. That will be coming up next week, but of course we do the lottery look back this week, and of course the man lottery himself is back. How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. I'm I'm back. I'm, I'm back for my first day of the races in about a year and a half, and Jesus was a pretty good day to go down the track. Yeah, tell me about it. I have to take my shoes off before I come in because I absolutely filled my boots up last week. <laughs> I was unbelievable. But JC is back as well. His best bet didn't get up, but he had a day at the racetrack as well. He was fantastic. Yes, yes. We were down at uh, Yarra Valley or up at Yarra Valley, wherever it is. But, it's a good um, track. I've never, I, I'm, I'm actually going there in like early Jan. Yeah, yeah. It's not too bad. It was not. It was good. It wasn't like overcrowded and stuff. It was yeah. good. It was pretty relaxed. And- Did you get many photos? With the fans out there? Zero. Zero photos. <laughs> yeah, just zero, Cody. Zero fans. Sorry. Yeah. We took plenty of photos, just no fans. But um, <laughs> no, yeah, Bucks Day uh, down at Yarra Valley. So it was good. A um, few fun and games. Yeah. That's the way that we like it. How do we want to start for the look back, Laurie? It's your show. Well, I've only got like a slight bit of news that I think is pretty noteworthy. And then I've got two questions slash debate things. So do you want to do them at the start or do you want to save them for the end? We'll mix it. Well, I reckon we put them in between as well. We're live producing this yeah, show. Yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> this is, this is we'll mix it in between it. The, the two races from the weekend. I right. All right. So I've only, got, like, I've only got a little bit of news that I want to go on. Um, on Sunday, I believe, I don't know if you've seen it, but Equinox, the world's yes. best rated horse in the world, had a run and uh, absolutely brained them. It was the Group 1 10-0 show in Tokyo or Cairo. Yeah. I, I can't remember the exact track. But he, I think it's a he. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yep. Broke the 2,000-meter world record at 1 minute 55.2 seconds. Um, just to, like, when I heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, that's cool. But they've I've followed a lot of Twitter and there's been a lot of comparisons. He was eight, so that was eight seconds faster than Romantic Warriors win in the Cox Plate. And the Ramwick track record for 2,000 meters is two minutes point th- two minutes and 0.3 milliseconds. So if they ran against each other, Equinox would have beaten the Ram- the Ramwick track record by, by up by 30 lengths. That's fucking. That's how quick he went. Like, that, it, it, I can't even comprehend that. There, there's a lot. Like it's like different. Hem- like it, there's so many like different tracks play differently. Like yeah. some packs are, but like just from the raw numbers. He would have ran. He would have beaten us by thirty lengths. That's I, how good this horse is. It sounds like a good horse to Equinox. Like yeah. it's just yeah, like this know. is like AI shit. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I remember like when um after that after the arc the the arc was on. I said I don't know if Equinox or Ace Impact would be the highest rated horse at, at the end of the year. But after that effort, I can't imagine Equinox being second best. That's no that's pretty much you just a little. So. No, no, if he ends up second from that, that's just fucking. That just goes to show how good Ace Impact is. But we might but, clip that on the socials. Yeah, a, a two thousand meter world record just from. He looked like he was just idle. Like I watched, I didn't watch it live. I watched the replay, and he just looked like he was just sitting with three hundred meters to go, just trucking and just put pay to him. So definitely, like he. Yeah, I don't know where he's going to go or what he's going to do, but I, I think I think he's going to the Japan Cup. I don't know if it's his main next race. If he's got yeah, one in between, was, but yeah. him in the Japan Cup, like he was, he was a dollar twenty in this. So he'd have the shot. He'd have the settlers and that the Japan Cup. You could reckon, but. Um, only had a little bit of so- bit of deflating news I've got is that Lu- uh, Luna Flair was retired after she ran in the uh, Mooney Valley Gold Cup on the Friday night of the Cox Bay Carnival and did an injury there, which is career ending. So sad to see her go. She's a pretty good horse in her payday, um, good stayer, and she went away into the 
Melbourne Cup this year yeah. or last year. Yeah. I can't remember which this year, but she went away in there. She's tell them to stay, but she'll never see the racetrack again. So she's since been retired. But yeah, like, I like between those two, there was pretty pretty quiet in the actual news venture for the week. Of like, there's a lot of races to break down, but just newsworthy. That's that's about all that I had. I love it, mate. How, what's what track do we want to start with? Are we going to start with Mooney Valley? Um, it was the first race. Well, I, I didn't have that much to take it around with. It doesn't fly through around with because I, yeah. I, I, I didn't have much to take out of Agreed. it. Agreed. We're all on the same page. Yeah. So if there's any dot points we want to tickle over yeah. through there, we can do so. Uh, but, yeah, I didn't have like the first couple of races of, the, uh, of Ramwick were just pretty pretty standard to me. I don't think I, I don't think I backed a winner. I think the first winner I had for the day was Dollar Magic each way between that and the Valley. Um, I wasn't like – Dollar Magic looked like to have every possible rails run ride, Rachel King, Marnix. All, all honest with that. Even in the, in the even in the tab, why that Bandy's boy? I was, I was on a three dollar forty favorite. I was, I had, I had a, oh, I had a fair go at it <laughs> more than I like to admit. And I reckon it comes second last. So that's probably the last time I'll be having a major bet in a highway anytime soon. Um, but it's a question. I don't know what like was that. Was that just like it? I can't really remember. But it looked to have every possible from what I was watching. Yeah, I, I actually didn't see the race on the day. Watched the replay and it. Yeah, I didn't see any excuses, just lackluster. So, yeah, well, I, I had to sell my car. So, thanks yeah. for that one, JC. Yeah, pleasure. pleasure. Um, but, like, <laughs> it, it's still hung on for fourth. Like, it wasn't a terrible run, but you, you think from last week's run, it should have just run a lot better than it did. So, I'm not really what, don't know what to make of that. I'm pretty happy to forgive horses off one, one, one bad run. So, yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. I, it was disappointing, like, watching the replay, just, yeah, had the right run by yeah. the looks of it and everything, just didn't finish off. So, um, but yeah. Ooh. CEO, he's got his finger up for a reason. Here we go. So we had sequestered. What race was that? Four. Race four. Yep. Let's let's move right on to race six. No, nah, can we skip past that? Can we just keep going? <laughs> At this stage, I was literally calling up one of the trucking companies and say, "Just back this truck up because I am flying." I had a massive multi win on the NBA. I thought I've tipped it on the pod, and what have I done previously? Never tipped my own tips on the pod, and that's a cardinal sin of uh, the lottery podcast. So I thought. I'll back myself in here and went very hard each way on it, and it won easily. Easily? <laughs> I, it was never, still to this day, I watched the replay. Like, when I was watching the race, I was like, oh, Renaissance woman got it. Like, and I watched the replay probably like two days ago, <laughs> and I still can't believe the Renaissance woman lost that race. She had her head in way. front every single post except the fucking that last bit, and that's like, oh, oh, even when I'm in the race, I was like, oh, no, nah, it's one. So, like, yeah. We're like, we walked away from the screen. I was like, where's my money? And then just, yeah. I, I can't believe it lost that race. It should not have lost that race, but it did. Um, what do you make of that? Just Zarek, just, like, he's just, he's so hard to catch me. I could never yeah. even. You, I, I could never catch him. Oh, that's why I couldn't tip him. Yeah. I could never catch him. And then, of course, was, uh, the fucking in front city. when it counted. Yeah. That, that doesn't matter. Like, you, yeah, just fucking, what, what do you do, eh? Um, but Tom Kitten, that was probably arguably one of the wins of the day for mine. Um, that run, Adam Hieronymus just—it was the first time riding it, but geez, he just made him look like benchmark fifty-eight horses. Really, he was—he was backed into nearly odds, like two-dollar favorite for the Derby. Um, they've since scratched him because he's getting spelled now to come back from the autumn. But geez, he, he couldn't have couldn't have like with finally with the right run and everything. Just it just shows how good he really is. We move on to the next race, and you said it should have been your best bet when that come towards the day, but as we do on the podcast, it was released at that stage, yes. but you're obviously happy with the run in the end? Pretty happy with Espiona, yeah. I, I mentioned off, off air before that 
on the day in the build up, um, the, the closer it got to race time, I just couldn't see us being a loser. Mm. I don't know. I, I got pretty confident, um, loaded up, and uh, yeah, watched her, watched her get over top of him, which was good. like even that, like that ruthless, like that ruthless day. I thought which he might have had it for a bit, and then even magic time. Like I, like I, I think, I think I only had like a small bet. I was fucking. I, I had most of my money on magic time, and I thought it was. I was the complete opposite. I was like, nah, magic time, magic time. But even Ruthless Dame, I thought Ruthless Dame was going to beat both of them. But yeah, SBN got a head down in the right time. But that's just stacking up. I reckon this this Everest form coming around right now is going to be pretty hard to pretty hard to beat coming up sooner. It just it's stacked up there like SBN or even alcohol free would come last in the race, still managed to come fourth in that. So yeah, yeah, exactly right. I think uh, I think a couple of those horses that went like SBN, I went went to the twelve hundred. The Everest probably wasn't ideal. Yeah, um, obviously. Spoke about it the other week, twenty million dollar race. You'd be stupid not to have a go at it if you can. So, um, but back to the right distance and yeah, just proved too good. Ruffy in the next thirty four dollars. Tyler Did, Schiller again. I like I was like I think nearly when we, like we were at the we were at the like we were at the valley and we were down like in the punting bar watching the race and I reckon ninety nine point nine five percent of us were on Arctic Glamour. A whole bar was on Arctic Glamour and it absolutely shit itself. Yeah. Like we were like I've never heard so many people on one horse my whole entire life. <laughs> yeah, the whole bar, like the whole where, like the whole area where we were, was on this horse. Bookies would be rubbing their hands after that one. They, I think. Yeah, they, they they cleaned up there. I don't even like. I don't. I, I made it like I made it the flop of the day because I didn't really know what to make of it. Like it. Same thing is um, it's a question. Like I looked to have every possible. So I don't like. I'm yeah. I'll probably still forgive it, but geez, it just like it was a dollar seventy. I started. Did not justify a dollar seventy price at the end of the day. But Gringotts was the banker. Gringotts the did. He was the banker. Um, oh, I remember bank. we were we were listening to the radio on the way down in the morning. Um, and Dave Eustace said that that's their best. Like that's Maron Eustace's best chance of the day. And Julie saluted. Um, four for Cindy and the others was were good and behind as well. But yeah, Gringotts got his nose nose down where it counted and got the win. So all honors with him. He he finally got away the Sydney way of going. And I, I, I didn't think he would handle the way of Sydney going from his last couple of runs, but. Proved me wrong in that race and, yeah, won like a pretty – not a good thing, but definitely definitely justified the short odds. Yeah. Absolutely. What is the debate that you have for us? Now? So I, I'm i not going to say I, I stole it. Like I did – I heard him on the radio and I was like, geez, there's a good podcast questions. I'll go with the first one. Who – like they said, who would you rather own? But I think I'm going to change it, which is – like I couldn't split them. Out of these two horses, which is better? Alligator blood or Mr. Brightside? I'll leave it up to you two. I, for me, it's Brightside. It is nearly the closest I can ever call to a 50 50 in my whole entire life. I like, think obviously Alligator blood had the strongest start to the career. I, like, Brightside, I, I this, am, Brightside this spring, I guess you could say. I'm like 51% one way and 49% the other way. Like, I, I, it took me ages to decide. The only slight factor that I have in the way the other one is just like, my own bus. So I, I spill just, the I, tea. Which one is it? I think alligator bloods. Like just my my personal my personal yeah. preference. I just I just love alligator blood as a horse so much more than like I I, I still they're so like one of just amazing like alligator blood seven times group one winner. He's just a war. Like he's just an absolute gun of a horse. Like he would just put his best in every time of the year. Every race you put him in, he'd give his heart out. He's just a he's just a warrior. And I think I like Mr. Brightside. I probably argue like there's I'm, it's 51 percent, 49 percent. just the only thing getting me over the line is just that i just have a, a little thing for alligator blood i just just think he's just yeah, got that little yeah. bit of character I, about him 
I'm in the same boat, but I like 50 50 split. But yeah, I've, I've got to think for Mr. Brightside. I don't know. I, I think Alligator Blood, if like, if you went off the story, like what it's been, like got sold around and, yeah. and moved down here to the Waterhouse Bot Stable, um, probably a better story. But yeah, I've just, Mr. Brightside, I've backed it that many times. Yeah. Just, and never just quickly on that as well, in terms of Mr. Brightside, you boys wouldn't have watched the coverage on uh, the main station on free to air who don't sponsor us, so they're not getting a plug on here. But from what it was, there was a bloke that was doing the basically around the grounds commentary work, and I apologise out there if he is listening to this, but that bloke stinks, mate. He literally sang the song Mr. Brightside while standing next to it, and he was offbeat, and he was just like trying to make a form out of it. And I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, okay, I'll give him a pass mark. Then he had the bloke that was up there singing the horses next and he started singing the horses while he was on air as well. It's like, mate, this is not your show. We're here to watch the races. Bit of me time. Bit of me time. Could not sing to save himself and it was just weird. Did not suit the day. So have a good hard look at yourself. He's my flop of the week. Good on him. Um, but, yeah, the other thing I was slightly go on, like I was saying this before, like when we get to the valuable, like I, I only had like a very small bet on alligator blood in the cox plate. I was like heavy on someone else but like, in in the actual race, the whole crowd, like I'm not the whole crowd, but like I'd say a good eighty percent of them were chewing home alligator blood. Like the whole crowd was behind him. Like I wasn't even, I wouldn't have won as much money on him as I would anyone else. But I was still cheering him on like the whole way. I was like, I want, I just want this horse to win. Yeah, I, I think the I think the last start win too, mm. like looked fucking impressive. Yeah. So everyone would have been, everyone would have been riding. But it, yeah, like that, that that crowd just going, blah, go blah, blah. Like it was just. It was unbelievable. It was, it, was, it was fucking. It was one of the best things I've. Well, yeah, it's definitely one of the best things I've seen in the racetrack. Seeing those two uh, go at it, but yeah, I've just got a slightly slight inkling to alligator blood just because I'm a little bit of a favoritism towards him. Well, we will talk about the cox plate when that does come up. Is there anything more for the debates, or are we going to settle that for this week? And yeah, I got one more. Far away. So I, I'm slightly still on this as well, but. They were talking about it because it got brought up on um, because it got brought up of, of Champions Day next what like next weekend, and they were saying that if you've got to like say you can only watch one race for a day, like I'm only going to give these examples, just like these aren't what they said, but this is just like an example. So say in a day you could only either watch a sprint race like the Everest a middle distance race like the Cox Plate or a staying race like the Melbourne Cup. You could only watch one. You could only watch one, a sprint, a middle, or a staying race, which is the one that you'd allocate time to. I'll go first because you boys are more in-depth with racing. For me, it's the mile. like the, the But the middle race. distance. Middle middle distance for me. It just has that little bit of a build-up, whereas, like you said, the sprint races can be a little bit quicker like the Everest. But for me, I just like it. I think that sometimes it is a bit drawn out. Melbourne Cup's obviously an exception for the race that it is, but for me, it's the mile. Yeah, I I think middle, yeah, I think middle distance too. I think mile mile two thousand meters cox plate. Like obviously, depending on the race. Like if it's cox plate, I'll be picking that every day of the week. There's no doubt about that. I think um, Melbourne Cup. You sit there and you can sort of yeah. Oh, I, I didn't mean to say like yeah, yeah those yeah. specific races. Just, I, yeah, I just yeah. tried to give you an example oh, for, like even, just a sprint race, a, race, a middle distance race, and a and a um staying race. That's I, just, it, I have no inkling to say why, but I just prefer to bet on those. Yeah, races. I'm sorry. and watch them. Yeah, and just from an aesthetic yeah. point of view. I think I think I don't know like. Long distance, like couple mile race, you just you know you can only fast forward half of it. Yeah. Like, let's get this over with and get get to the finish sort of thing. But in saying that, in the sprint, you sort of you know if you're watching a thousand meter race and your horse jumps poorly out of the barrier, then you, oh, it's all it's over, over already. So yeah. I don't know. What about yourself? Oh, well, pretty shit question because we're all the same. Shouldn't have. Yeah, no, I'm the exact same. Like it's just like the, the world's best horses all race around that race around that distance. Our best horses 
or our best horses try to run around that, but like we just can't compare with that, like those international form. And I think you find most of those, like nearly all the best races in the world are around 2,000 to 2,400 meters. So I think that's the ideal distance to like watch races at. And I, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty much in the boat of that camp, but I thought it was a good question, but maybe it wasn't because we've all got the same opinion. Well, let's start with the sprint of the 1,000 metres of the first race at Mooney Valley. Uh, anything to touch on there for Asford Street winning that at $8.50? Oh, I, the only thing I had noted down was that it was uh, T.O. Nugent's first first win back in the saddle since his fall. But other than that, I was on taunting, and I, I thought, like, when they come around the corner, I was, I, I went the early crow. I was just like, yeah, fucking, yeah. I was like, this is home, this is home, and yeah. I've got just, my own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you fucking folks doing? But yeah, no, I just, felt, yeah, I fell after that, but. Um, what I'll say is, Jamie Carr, you were right last week. I, yeah, yeah, I just, you, oh, I, I cannot, like, yeah. yeah. I wanted to soften yeah. I had a couple, I think, that she was right on the weekend, and yeah. I um, admittedly didn't watch them too much on the day, but watching the replays and stuff, um, yeah, I don't know. She's she's definitely lost her lost her yeah, touch. She has lost it a little bit. Um, the she only w- thing, sorry, you go. No, I was going to say, like, just just from a sectional wise, even like kind of the same as Ramwick last week, the sectionals weren't overly impressive. Like uh, Ashford Street in the first had there was two horses that actually had the exact same split for the six hundred meters, which was the fastest. So Ashford. Ashford Street had the joint best final 600 metres in 33.68 for the entire of Mooney Valley. So, like, 33.68, it's like, for the Valley, like, like it's probably not too bad, um, the way the race set up and everything. But So, like, the speeds weren't overly quick for the entire day at the Valley, like, just going off that first race. So, yeah. 33.68 to get joint best probably just goes to show, like, that it just wasn't really a fast day. So, the second ones aren't really... Anything to take out of that meeting, in my opinion? We only need two words for the next race, and that's Zara Early because he got the win here on Bold Bastille, yeah, four dollars eighty, and he does it again. We, I think we were on, um, at the we were on Blue Allura, and then the one of the blokes we were with, Mika, was just like Bold Bastille, and we're like, okay, why not? And we just why like not? we, yeah, we're like, oh, you never know, and like it, 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 it won like like Maddie Hill called it. He, he won like an odds-on pop, and he. He really looked like an odds-on pop. Like, he absolutely brained them. Like, like, those had everything else off the bit. Like, they were all chasing. He was just cruising along out in front. And when he got asked a question, he just went Wolschka. So, couldn't be more yeah. impressive on debut. Mark Zara is flying. And so so are the Hayes boys, actually. They've been flying along nicely. So They have. As we move on to the CEO's best for the day, Wishlaw Lass. Uh, well, what can I say? Not, you can't say too much. All three of us were on it. It was going to be the beanstalk, but when when we eventually put the money in the account, it didn't have. I uh, couldn't get third dividend, so yeah, that's right. Either way, I probably should, I still would, I would have got better odds for that to place because I couldn't get third dividend anyway. But that doesn't matter. That's the whole point of the beanstalk. We'll we'll get to that when we get to it. But yeah, wish all last just continues to win and just like even when I, I checked the sectionals uh, yesterday, and she only had like fourth or fifth best sectionals in the race, but just. Her natural racing pattern, getting out in front, like especially around the valley, just it just wins your races. And Damien and Leia brought it to perfection. So all honors with uh, Wishful or Lass. So at this stage, we move on to race four and uh, got the each way on Saltaire. But if that had have won that, oh my god, we would have had our own office <laughs> here it, it, at SE headquarters. It, it probably should have. Like, like when we when I went back and watched the replay, like from where it was, if that was in a quarter of a better position than when it was, I should have went straight by gumdrops. Um, I was on Shiva each way. I tipped it at like $9. And it was into like $4 to jump. There had been a lot of scratchings. I give it that. So I lost a fair bit of, fair bit of its value. 
Um, but yeah, I think Shiva was just running out of room late. Didn't really have much going for it. But yeah, uh, Saltaya looked the better horse in the race, and I think with it, with the better run in the race and a better position, she really should have been winning that race. All right, enough talking about me now. Pro S wins in the next, but we got the Quinella. Well, you might have had the trifecta, JC. Is that correct? Oh, I don't think I did. Uh, I can't remember. No, no I, I, I think I had. You were on Antino and Tuvalu. And Tuvalu, yeah. 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 Well, you discussed the race. I, I had like I had Prowess and Antino, but even watching the replay, like we're, on, on the day, I was like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, like Prowess shit that in. That's a good thing. But I went back and watched the replay and everything, and I, I think Antino should have beaten it. Mm. Yep. it. It like with with clear running and everything, a different track anywhere. I still think Antino would have beat Prowess, but. It didn't. We still. I was still like, I was still very fifty-fifty on him. I still think Prayer West was the better bet, and I got away with it on the day. So if they ever meet up again, on like a half decent track, you'd probably have to lean Antino's way. But yeah, Prayer West was still still a pretty good, pretty dominant win, and Mark Sauer just continued his form from there on out. You tipped it, Quinella. Yeah, hang on. Moving on to the next race now. Oh, my apologies. And what that. a win that was! But this, this was this is win of the day, horse to follow. Like, yep. are you talking about Karina Queen for me, Mickey D? Or no, no. <laughs> Skyverb was uh, excellent. Well, well, like I was so like the only reason I like, I was so like I, I know it was a pretty good horse, but just from the draw, I was like, there's no way that I can win from that. It was draw. your win of the day, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it was yeah. my win and my horse to follow because it's it's still only is it a three year old or a four year old or uh, let me pull that up. It's a it's, yeah, it's, it's only a three year old filly, so. Don't know what like that was only sixteen hundred meters. Like maybe they still go to the Oaks. Like I don't know what they're going to go to, but geez, like with the, the way it won that race, like it had no, it had no right to win from Barry Eleven. And Bo Mern is pretty much like in the end, the the barrier kind of won at the race because it just was sitting so far off everybody else. And once the whole pack just spread out late, Bo Mern just took the rail and just it pretty much won the race. So yeah, absolutely, it did. I was against it because the barrier, but in that case, the barrier pretty much won on the race. So. All honest with it, it had it had the final best. Um, it had the second best final six two hundred meters split of the entire day, and eleven twelve in in a not overly fast day. Um, I just yeah, like everything just looked up perfect for it. So if Squibers on your black book, it's got to go in your black book now. And I don't know if they're going to head towards an Oaks, but if they head towards an Oaks, she's she's definitely going to be a live chance in it. I like it as we move on into the next race now, which is. Apulia, Mark Zara again strikes at four bucks. Any of you tip that? No, no. I was on Vidad. Oh, yeah. Um, I was on Vidad and jumped and went to the front, which surprised me. Um, I was on Zach Purton, which went no good was, in that race. Came yeah. In. Watching it lead at the front, I was like, as soon as I saw it get to the front, I was like, oh, shit, we're in trouble here. Um, and, yeah, sure enough, Apulia, which I've backed the last two starts, I jumped off and just rolled over the top. I um, like it. I did like I did note like from like when I was checking the races after the the dad apparently went like he went helter skelter up in front like mm. he he like I, I don't want to over exaggerate but apparently he went like ten or fifteen lengths faster than like the average for those for that um, benchmark race whatever it was like he went really really quick and for him to still hang on for second in that kind of race is that the jockey's fault? No, uh, I listened to. Uh... I don't know if it was Rob, I think it was Robbie Griffiths on the radio, and he said they they planned to be more positive, start uh, sit more forward, but um, did not plan to be in the lead. But when the horse got there, obviously um, the jockey just Bo Mertens just let it let it go and sort of try and get it in a rhythm, and yeah, that's where it ended up. So he actually mentioned, which we'll probably touch on in the preview for this weekend, that um, next time they'll they'll probably still be positive, but they'll be looking to get a bit of cover. 
Uh, Imperator is next, dollar thirty-five. Just made him look like, yeah, just absolute. Second I think, rate. yeah, th- there's been a lot of discussion about when he, when um, Imperator is in, in secret meeting the um, champion sprint. Yeah, like they reckon that that's that's going to be race of the day on Champions Day, and can't really argue against it. But Imperator, like Imperator, has got the stats. She's got the got the got the sectional data and everything. But can she handle the straight? Like in, in secrets, undefeated down the straight. One of Coolmore and a new market down the straight. So she's going to be a very hard task against Imperatures. But I, I'm I'm kind of leading Imperatures away now. So like, depends on the day. Like, with the prices go up and everything. But I, I still think people are going to be back in in secret late, and Imperatures will drift on the day. But Imperatures just really hasn't put a foot hasn't put a foot wrong with prep undefeated with prep and knocked off our reigning. Uh, Everest champion Giga Kick early in the prep, who's since been spelled, but like he just can't be more impressive in Perriches. Arguably the best sprinter in Australia at the moment. We'll we'll find out next week, but yeah, versatility too. Sitting like leading obviously on the weekend and yeah. sat back and, and ran over him as well. So it'd be interesting to see how it goes. Well, Lottie, you had your ear to the ground here for the Cox Plate for the next race, and what a race it was! Uh, and I couldn't believe I was getting messages down. CEO, you picked Mr. Brightside to win it. I'm going, oh, my God, I've got it here. And Romantic Warrior just too strong in the end. And in the end, what a trifecta it is. Romantic Warrior, Mr. Brightside, and Alligator Blood, which we would have liked to have picked on the day. But yeah. you boys picked Romantic Warrior. Yeah. I, I don't really like it. It, it wasn't like it, it probably it, it did win, so you can't really knock that. But just <laughs> the yeah, cops played. It, yeah. it didn't win as yeah, yeah, like I, I I, it yeah. I, it I, to my it should have like should have won a lot. It should have won a lot easier, but like it's still like it's still won. So if it was if it was a two thousand meter two thousand meter race dead on, I would have lost. So just it, I don't know if it just needs more of it. Just didn't handle it as well, but like still like this just goes to show like how not how weak like where's the bright side? Like that that's massive for Australian racing to be able to yeah. handle it yep. with, with one of. Hong Kong's greatest horses of all time, one of the highest rated horses of all time to only go down to him in a photo just goes to show how good our horses can be in this middle range distance. So um, I don't really know. Like all those been Romantic Warrior, he deserved to win it. He was, he's been favourite for a long way out. But even the horses in behind him, like Brightside, 2,000 metre race, probably would have beaten it. Fangirl had no luck at all. Alligator blood, strong as you can get, and it, like even militarized in gold trip, like those horses in behind him, which is zooming late, they just didn't get into the right spot of the race. And I think that's kind of the thing in the valley. Like if you're not in the striking distance or anything, you can pretty much write yourself off. And yeah, I will say watching the watching it at the racetrack, so I was on the big screen, and I thought Brightside was home. I think I, I think I messaged you, CEO, and said everyone did. Even they, they let Brightside streamers off. Yeah, I heard that. No yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, they did. We 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 were there. They brightside stream was up. Everyone was brightside, and then they went to a photo. And yeah, just uh, even from we were like from we were we were like oh brightside got that. And I was shouting because I was like the like, I said on the pod last week. I said there's no way he can win. I was I, I, I put every other horse in the quaddy but him. Like yeah, I was like yeah, there's no way he can. I like, keep receipts, mate. Don't <laughs> worry. I could have, but like it. Yeah, it was. It was two thousand meters. I don't think you'd be able to handle it. And and that's the beauty yeah, of racing. That it is like you just have no like you can. Yeah, it's, I, think, I think last prep like sixteen the mile was perfect for him. And, yeah, and he dominated. Um, and I thought it was going to be the same again. But I was yeah I was talking to someone last when he lost at sixteen hundred to Fangirl uh, last start. They said he 
the way he finished off the race, he was still there, but it, it looked more like he'd he'd rather the, the two thousand. So that's why a couple of people that I knew told me they were going to back him. And yeah. I, I, I was knowing you, I said I was like, nah, this like everyone in the race, I thought, nah, this is the one horse that can't win, and it pretty much should have won the race to be honest. But again, again I'll refer to the telecast and the free to air, but. There was a lady like screaming and crying, and I'm going, "Who is this?" I'm like, "Cut her off!" But then I realised it was J Max partner, who oh, was the one that was going yeah. off, and obviously yeah. she was working at the time and the emotions yeah. of the race day and winning that. And J Mac himself, um, he just goes, "I can't believe that I've won the Cox yeah. again. again." So he won it last year, didn't he? Yeah. And the Hayes, uh, Camry, which Hayes boy was, but he was on the radio and he said he was watching the race and he thought he'd won. He thought yeah. Oh, everyone, the, the yeah. whole of Mooney Valley thought that he won. And he goes, that was a pretty hard pill to swallow when the, yeah. When yeah. the photo came Absolutely. up. Absolutely. And we move on to the last race. Uh, Zara does it again. Yeah. I was outside well. and I forgot to load up on this. We uh, were, we were. I was going that well that I forgot to pick a winner. I yeah. just went, I'll leave it. Don't worry about we it. We were like, keep the money. But between the three of us, we were chips in Mahaba and G, I, I thought she was going to get it for a, the last hundred meters, like he's gonna yeah. go straight by her and just couldn't, it just couldn't. Like, I don't know, what do you, what do you do if, if it's not the best horse? If, if it's not the best horse on the day, it's not going to win. And Archo Nacho was the best horse on the day. So, so yeah. but we'll end this episode with a bit of probably gamble responsibly as well. And it's something that I put in the Patreon as well for people that want to subscribe to it. So it's ten bucks a week. Um, all sports are covered. Mainly going to be racing throughout this lottery podcast. Um, and a little note that I put in there as well is just uh, even this podcast, it's a bit of fun. We're not professional punters, although after the weekend, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, make sure, yeah, you just enjoy yourself. Have a bit of fun on it. Don't go and throw the piggy bank on it. And if you want to back them with us, back them with us. If not, if you want to comment and let us know why we shouldn't be picking these horses, it's all fun and it's all interactive at the end of the day. But that's probably the last message I've got. Anything from you boys? No. Uh, sounds good. Yep, sounds good to me. I'm the gate. All right, we'll see you <laughs> see you for the episode, which will be coming out on Friday. And JC is going to be giving us the beanstalk this week. Derby oh day. Oh Here we boy, go. Oh boy. See you then. See ya. Oh, 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 oh,